Galnet News Digest, 5th of July, 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, we look at all the stuff Salvation has been asking for, speculate about the bloodbath that is likely to start on Thursday, and try to imagine who that mysterious hooded imperial might be. There are now two simultaneous appeals from Salvation and Azimuth Biotech. The first is from medicines and reactive armour to help keep the conventional forces of the Federation Empire and Alliance in fighting form as they fight off the Thargoids while Azimuth struggles to follow the instructions for assembling their Proteus Wave superweapon. The other appeal is for more Guardian technology to help complete the superweapon. It seems that Azimuth didn't employ a quantity surveyor for the project, and they find themselves significantly short of materials. Both appeals are taking place in the HIP 22460 system, one at the heart of Taurus Megaship and the other at the Bright Sentinel. Both are offering exclusive paint jobs for the top 75% of participants that look surprisingly similar to huge targets painted on the back of the spaceship. Azimuth's mistake means that the Proteus Wave weapon is unlikely to be ready to fire until Tuesday or Wednesday next week, with Salvation's Thargoid whispering beacons calling Thargoids to come to the system. The expectation must be that virtually the entire Thargoid battle fleet will have assembled in HIP 22460 by Thursday morning. And that Salvation won't be able to fire his weapon until after the weekend, creating all the conditions for the biggest Thargoid-human conflict in the history of encounters with aliens. Pilots with anti-Xeno combat experience are urged to make their way to HIP 22460 over the next couple of days. If the Thargoids overwhelm the system, perhaps Salvation will never get a chance to fire his superweapon. But if he does, then by the middle of next week, what will happen? Will this have been the last great battle? Will the Thargoids really disappear? As Salvation claims, will all the anti-Xeno pilots have no option but to retire and return to a life-hauling bio-waste out of Van Maan and Star? Will the galaxy become unnaturally peaceful, with nothing exciting other than a missing Zihe biomorphic companion to fill the columns of Galnet? Somehow, we don't think that's very likely. And there's another unanswered question. We don't know why the Thargoid wrecks in the HIP-22460 systems have been cordoned off. What is Azimuth Biotech doing with them? Is Azimuth making further attempts to splice humans into Thargoid ships? Is it preparing for a land battle? Are these Thargoid sites that some have speculated might be hive ships likely to become more dangerous when the Thargoid battle fleet arrives? Mystery surrounds yesterday's broadcast by an unidentified young imperial woman dressed in a religious habit. Cunningly hooded so that commentators could identify her as both young and a woman, but still be completely unable to make out any distinguishing features, this woman spoke in a clipped imperial accent. Other than that, there seemed to be no clues who this new leader of a new and politically charged sect of the Thargoid-loving Thargoid cult could be. So... 
let's look at some options. Who could this charismatic new leader, the so-called first apostle of the true chapters, possibly be? Given that she's been described as young, we probably need to eliminate 131-year-old Senator Zemina Torval from our inquiries. Sprightly though she is for her age, you might be stretching things a bit to call the CEO of Torval Mining Limited youthful. Similarly, Emperor Arissa and Lord of Reparation Ursula Torquatus seem unlikely to be stowing away on megaships belonging to obscure religious cults. Torquatus is still in prison in any case. Imperial engineer Tiana Fortune and the head of Imperial Intelligence Saskia Landau seem to be outsiders too. It's hard to imagine why they might want to subvert a cult of fatalist Thargoid worshippers into opposing salvation. How about Princess Ashling Duval or Lady Astrid Minerva Duval? One of them's a liberal do-gooder, the other's an experienced combat pilot who married the figurehead of an isolationist political movement. While Ashling has been known to do slightly crazy things, notably freeing a load of slaves into penury, and while she's a known salvation sceptic, both of these characters have better platforms of their own should they choose to stand up to salvation. They simply don't need to lead mildly nutty religious orders to be heard. The options are beginning to run out. How likely is it that Professor Albert Tesro, once member of a different religious cult, then the head of research for Aegis and a sworn enemy of Salvation and Azimuth Biotech, would disguise herself as a far-god figurehead and attempt to lead a shipload of gloomy doomsday cultists to oppose the messianic maniac who plans to inflict genocide on the Thargoids. Realistically, it's not going to happen, is it? The real candidate to be this new religious leader spurring the Far God cult into action against Salvation and his superweapon has to be someone who really hates Azimuth Biotech and the witch who runs it. Someone whose life has been transfigured by acts of unspeakable and heedless cruelty. Someone who knows firsthand just how evil Azimuth Biochemicals is. Someone who escaped with the help of a disillusioned scientist, Dr. Edmund Pierce, and made her way to HIP 22460 to meet up with him. Someone who is powerless, but who has had experiences that will make the Thargoid cult treat her as a demigod. Someone who has been one with the Thargoid hive mind. Someone who has flown a Thargoid scout ship using only her mind. The only person who can turn the Fargod cult from a bunch of nihilistic, end-of-the-galaxy doomsters and can use them as a weapon to attempt to destroy Salvation and his evil plans, is the person that Azimuth Biochemicals spliced into a Thargoid ship at Oaken Point. The test subject that survived. Test subject D2. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we join the alien worshipping cults so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs>